0: Welcome to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne moyer Bussey, a podcast series for women in midlife who yearn to gain new clarity and purpose for the afternoon of life. Hello, Anne. We have another special guest this episode joining us. We do, Chris, and tonight we welcome Samantha Touche to our podcast. Samantha's a business and mindset coach. She's a best-selling author. She's a motivational speaker, and herself, she's beginning the journey as an alchemist in the midlife kitchen, or about to begin the journey. So Samantha's well-traveled, originally from Australia, yay, and now living in France. And Samantha, it's really great to have you here today. And as you know, we've been sharing a lot about the process of moving from the morning of life to the afternoon of life in our podcast And like the alchemists of old, how we can bring all the experiences of the morning into this alchemical kitchen of midlife and transform them into gold for the next phase of our journey. And I wonder if we can start with you sharing with our listeners what it feels like for you as you're coming up towards that midlife gate and that midlife journey as you're approaching it. Let us know a little bit about that is for you.
1: I will well thank you, Anne first of all, for having me here. I think it's it's a real honor to be here with you um i I think my journey with moving into the afternoon of life actually didn't start so well and you know I witnessed my mother go through this at, at quite a young age. It was a very emotional time for her, and I think it's an often a period that if it isn't entered into consciously and with the right support system, can be a very emotional and trying time and you know for her it brought up a lot of of trauma from her childhood and from her past i think things that she was suppressing and with the hormonal changes and the lifestyle changes it it reared up and she she had a really really hard time so i think that was my introduction to you know this stage of life and as i come towards that and as i have friends who are going through it have gone through it and a lot of my clients are at this stage as well I think it's such an important time to think about what you want to happen in the afternoon of life. And, you know, as we know, I mean, an afternoon is such a lovely time of the day. The sun's warm. We're feeling relaxed. We've done a lot of the things that that we wanted to get done in the day. And it's, it's really an opportunity to decide what you want to do. We have so many years ahead of us, decades and decades ahead of us, and our responsibilities change. So, you know, I had children fairly late versus the average. Um, so, I, my children are still quite young. And, you know, I'm at a different stage, I guess, to other people my age. But I think it's such an incredible opportunity for a woman in particular, because our responsibilities will change, our lifestyle will change. And what a beautiful chance to really step into who we are meant to be. So, I, I think you know, hormonal changes aside, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it.
0: That's wonderful, Samantha, because it is such a beautiful opportunity to engage in your own becoming in a different way. And, and so many people get stuck, I think, in a little bit of the hormonal side of changes and the weight gain and all the things that go with it. What do you think are some of the things that are going to help you move through that and maintain that wonderful vision of this best part of your life coming
1: i think it's it's something i, I tell a lot of my clients as well because a lot of my clients are actually at this stage of their life um, I, I don't know why but i just i tend to attract people that that need help um around around that part of their life and i think the most important thing is really thinking about where you want to get to and going in with a, an attitude of gratitude and thinking well Yes, there are physical changes that are happening that are not always fun, let's be honest. Um, but I think also it's such an important time to to get clear on why we're here. And I think women in particular get very... Um, distracted and very bogged down quite often with the responsibilities that we have and even statistically looking at women who are working who are raising children who are looking after the household a lot of the responsibility does fall on us doesn't matter how supportive your husband is there's still a societal expectation that we will take care of everything and even, even mentally, thinking about the mental load and the burden. And if I think about myself, I'm the one thinking about, okay, so-and-so has got a birthday party coming up, you know, the other one needs this and that, and constantly planning out everything for the family. So it's the physical burden, but it's a mental burden as well. And I think coming into this second part of life quite often is actually a scary time for women because suddenly... They don't have these distractions around them. Their children are getting older. Their children are living their own lives. Or even if you don't have children, there's a different expectation on you as an older woman within society. And I think it's really, really important to get clear on what you want to do and then move towards that. Because when we're going through a, a physical trial, if it's the hormones, the you know, the weight gain, the, the physical changes or the emotional changes that we're going through, it's so important to think ahead of where, where am I heading? Where am I trying to go? What am I going to do with my life now? And that pulls you through those hard times and gives you the energy to move towards what what you're really here to do.
0: How true that is. And how do you feel though some women feel a little bit stuck with the what I call the stories they're telling themselves or the stories they've learned about how they should be. And while they want to move forward, there's something holding them back because of the way they're thinking about who they ought to be or other people's expectations of where they should be. What would you be telling you know, some of these women that you talk to about that? How would you help them through that?
1: That's a really, really good question. I think there's a couple of things going on because, first of all, there there are the expectations of women up until this point. And let's be honest, a lot of people don't know what to do with women past this point. Women don't know what to do with themselves. So I think it's it's really important, first of all, to figure out who you are. And, again, when, when you have all these other roles to play and you're so busy, you know, how many of us honestly take the time to sit down and ask those big questions of ourselves. You know, who are we? What am I here to do? What's my purpose? And, you know, there's a spiritual element to that, but there's also a practical side to it. You know, we can all contribute to society. We, you know, starting with our families, our partners, our friends, and moving out in sort of concentric circles, moving out into society. It's such a challenge when there are these expectations and, and we have stories, all of us have our own stories. It's it's a mindset that we all have that's very personal to us. And I think stories can be really powerful. Every single society and culture is built on storytelling. And it's the way that we like to share our knowledge with others. And if you think back to the tribes, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago, storytelling was how they would share their knowledge. They would, they'd scare the children into staying with the tribe because of these, you know, boogeyman sort of stories they'd tell. It's really, really important to have stories. But we decide what those stories are. And I think that's a power that perhaps men have had. And I don't want to start the whole sort of men-women divide story because that's another story in itself. But women haven't had the voice. They haven't had the opportunity to say, well, this is my story going forward. So I think you know what I recommend is, is looking at where we've come from. It's really important to understand what has happened to us, what our story in the past is, because that is part of who, who we are. There's no point denying anything that's, that's part of our journey. But every single moment, we have a choice to say, do I keep staying stuck in that story? Does it suit me? Does it serve me? For some people, maybe that story serves them magnificently. And for other people, they say, well, no, I don't want to be a victim anymore. Or, you know, I didn't have my voice. I was sort of quietly in the background trying to keep everything together. And it's about saying it's not selfish to decide what I want in my life. It's actually when you get yourself sorted and you are living the life you're supposed to live and you are feeling like I am, you know, you're waking up every day, I'm happy, I want to get out of bed, I'm I'm doing something that's meaningful to me, it will therefore be meaningful to others. So I think it's, it's really important to take that time and say, okay, who am I? Where have I come from? What's my story? And from your experience, you'll have beliefs that you've been carrying around with you. And this is a lot of the mindset work that this is actually why I attract a lot of women at this stage because of this mindset work. Because when you tell yourself something every day, you don't recognize it anymore. It's like your skin or the clothes you wear, that, that is just there. And a lot of women have these light bulb moments very, very early on because we talk about, okay, tell me who you are. Tell me your story. What, you know? What, what have you been able to contribute? What do you think your strengths are? What do you think your weaknesses are? And it all comes back to what they've heard particularly from childhood, but throughout their life. And what they're telling themselves, they pick up these stories and just keep telling themselves, this is who I am and these are my limitations. But I've never met a woman who consciously hasn't been able to create her path going forward and step into it amazingly well because we all have that capability within us.
0: It's so true and it's something, isn't it, about tapping into that inner intuition or That going inwards a little bit, tapping into their own femininity in a different way and beginning to listen at a deeper level to the intuition that's within them, that wisdom that they already have and that they've been so busy in the outer life looking after others and caring for others, they need to now bring that self-compassion and that love into what's happening within them themselves.
1: Exactly. It's it's getting still, getting silent and listening. And again, it, it's it's a lovely, I think spiritual element to to what we have. You know, we're so much more than just our physical bodies. And having that allowing that time, allowing that moment to get in touch with with the intuition. Absolutely. And you know, it takes time. I think being patient with ourselves, being loving and compassionate towards ourselves. And just taking the time and saying, okay, who who am I? Who do I want to become? And then there are steps you can put to that later on. You can get a bit more tactical and say, okay, these are the steps and you you work backwards from where you want to get to to put those steps together. But I think what's so wonderful about this time of life is there really are no limitations. And you'd be surprised. I think so many people have this feeling of, yeah, but if I spend that time on myself, you know, that's selfish or I've, I've got other things to do and we're so caught up in what are basically habits. So again, you've got to look at, okay, what's coming up. You know, sit in silence and just see what comes up. You know, listen to your body. A body is an amazing tool to learn what's going on with us. And listen to your body. What what tensions are coming up and why? And, you know, sometimes it's amazing. The family can survive or the world can survive if we just step out of it for a little bit and get in touch with ourselves because we will come back so much bigger and better and stronger.
0: Yes, um, taking that time to go inwards, it's very different to what one's done in the uh, first part of life where you've had to be doing so much and the notion of being is not easy. And you spoke a bit earlier about the, the masculine and the feminine. It's not the divide. It's more about how do we stop living only by masculine principles and learn to live by the deep inner feminine principles as well? So, it's, it's balancing them both. And the alchemists used to have both a, a masculine and a feminine presence. And I think that's one of the things that we need to help women to see.
1: I, th- I think that's a very good point. And I think, again, looking at the story we tell ourselves, you know, women have fought for decades and decades to get to where we are. And now it's time to find that balance. And I think it, it's true of anything in life. Everything has a balance. And culturally looking at you know different, many different cultures around the world, historically they've found that balance. The yin and yang in the Chinese culture, et cetera, there's, this balance is needed. And I think part of the story we are telling ourselves is that's a masculine trait, that's a feminine trait. And I think all of us carry the masculine and feminine within us. And women naturally are the nurturers and men are naturally the ones that go out and hunt. And I think we can find a balance within every single person, but we have to decide for us because that balance will also be different. And I think what's what's really, really important is that there is absolutely no right or wrong. And we've all been told this, and particularly sort of for our generations, I think it's, I hope it's new and it's different for, for our children, but we've all been told, well, this is this is the box you fit into. You know, you're a woman, you're that age, this is what you need to do. and You know, I've lived a very, um, I've had a very interesting life. I've lived in six countries. I speak multiple languages and I've traveled all over. I've had the most incredible experiences and I'm, I'm very, very blessed. But there are also experiences I've cultivated for myself because I've had this drive inside me to just experience this incredible gift called life. And, you know, I'm trying to cultivate that in my children as well. I have two sons and for me it's really important that these two boys who will become men one day have that feminine side to them you know and living in a culture France can be quite old-fashioned <laughs> and living in a culture where roles are very defined I'm saying to my boys you know you have to grow up within a society but at the same time you know you have a feminine side it's okay to cry it's, it's we tell each other we love each other all the time and you know we hug each other all the time and it's not a very French thing when you have boys and your children get to a certain age, you sort of stop the hug so much, and yet I'm very, very tactile. And I think that's so important that we raise our children that way, but that we allow ourselves to develop into who we need to be because everyone needs to be different in order to have that balance in life.
0: Yes, that's really great, Samantha. And I think also for women at this stage to remember that it is a journey of becoming. It's a journey of growing, and we never stop becoming. We never stop growing just share before we finish, share a little bit about some of the work that you do. And if women want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Because you have so much that you've shared with them.
1: Yeah, I I work in different ways. So I think, you know, I'm I'm a business coach. So I do help women when they want to launch their own businesses. Um, But what I do a lot of work around is is mindset and, and the life coaching side of things. So I think if anybody is feeling stuck, we can work together on figuring out exactly where they want to go and how they can do that. So I think, you know, having someone by your side when you're confused, you don't know where you want to go. And a lot of my clients use the words, I'm at a crossroads. Crossroads seems to come up a lot. And the exciting thing about a crossroads is that you've got multiple directions you can go in. But the difficult thing with a crossroads is you have choice and choice really terrifies people if they don't know what's exactly behind that choice. So yeah, I mean, I, I can help um, women, I've got all sorts of different qualifications to help. Um, but the best way to get in touch with me is either on my website, which is samanthatouche.com, or um, through my email, which is samanthatouche.com.
0: That's wonderful. And I really hope that some of the women will listening will take advantage of that. Uh, and when you talk about the crossroads, Samantha, it reminds me of some of the earlier podcasts we've talked about the gates we need to go through and that uh, the crossroads are a bit like going through gates. And when you go through a gate, you leave something behind, but you open up to something new that you haven't seen before. And it's the same with the crossroads. You get to a point, you take one road and not the other. And it doesn't really matter which one you take because it's an exploration and it's a journey and it's It's a discovery. It's an unfolding of who you really are. And I think all all the women that are listening to remember that you're not alone. And we can form this group, growing group of women who are becoming more conscious and supporting each other in this journey as we move into the afternoon of life and through the afternoon of life.
1: Exactly. I love that.
0: Really appreciate you being here today, Samantha. And I'm sure we'll have you again at some stage, which will be really lovely.
1: I would love to come back. Thank you, Anne.
0: be lovely and thank you so much. And just to remind our listeners, you have Samantha's details there. Log into to our Fabulous 50s and More Facebook page. And if you want to get in touch and discover more of the journey, you can connect with me on anne at annemoyabasi.com. And we really look forward to seeing you next time. And thank you so much. Thank you, Samantha. Thank you, Anne. You've been listening to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer-Bussey. We look forward to your company next episode. I'm Chris Ashmore. Thanks for listening.